Hello, Dwayne Bremmett here with Ali Alvarigo, SkiInterTech.com. Uh, Ali, great to be with you, sir. Yeah, as well. You as well. How's the weather by you? Any snow? Yeah, we got had snow this morning. I mean, it's still snowing, but not like heavy, heavy. It's uh, light snow, but uh, it looks pretty. Yes. Same with us. We had woke up to a few inches, and then it kind of melted away. Then it started snowing again. But I was out early this morning and cleaning the cars off and all that. I did my neighbor's cars, made sure I cleaned her car. I have a single widower next to me and her daughter. So I, I snuck over there and cleaned their cars as well. And she sent me, I guess she knew it was me, and she wrote a text message. Thank you, Santa. <laughs> you know, to me, it was kind of cool, you know, when you could do something nice for people, right? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, uh, that there, you you know, that just isn't done enough, I don't think, really. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's so easy. It really is, and it really doesn't take much effort on our part. So um, when we do little things like that, I mean, I, I just think I, I talked about this in my last lunchtime chat where I said um, – Sometimes you can be selfishly altruistic, right? Like you, you know, I remember in the episode of Friends, if you're a fan of the TV show Friends, when Phoebe was saying to Joey that there's, no one ever does a good deed without it benefiting them. And he's like, no. And, you know, he argues back and forth. And then um, he goes, I let the bee, a bee sting me today. She goes, you do know bees die. or so, which one? I forget which one of them was saying, you do know bees die after they sting you, right? So he got all upset, but he couldn't find a thing that he didn't do. And there's always some altruistic benefit to us for being doing kind deeds, even if it just makes you feel good. Um, we don't absolutely. do enough of that, right? Isn't that a, isn't that a cool idea? Like if people understood that it's not always just doing good for others, that you're also kind of massaging your own heart in a way, you know, putting some happy feelings in there just by doing good deeds. You know, that's kind of a cool. Well, thing. yeah, our neighbor two doors down last year lost his wife. Uh, she'd been. Uh, uh, gosh, years ago, she had like a triple um, organ transplant and just, you know, and that was, that was, uh, I think, probably 25 years ago. So she's lived, she wasn't supposed to live that long. So she lived right. you know, fairly long comparative to what she should have. But anyway, she mm-hmm. was dying. Everybody knew she was dying. And there was a huge snowstorm, snow and I, I, you know, when I was out shoveling mine, I went over and shoveled his a few different times, you know, and, and right. I don't know if he knew who it was or not. It doesn't matter to me, but I, I would want somebody right. to do that for me, you know? Yeah, how cool would that be? I remember, you see, like when I was, and, and by the way, this is not at all on topic, but it's kind of a cool topic, <laughs> right? But, um, but uh, when, uh, you know, when I first opened my school, my students were taught in a very traditional manner where they were, you know, there there is a certain expectation as a teacher that you have of your students. And and it's all about, you know, the old mindset of keeping up on the, the property, the house, taking care of your sensei, making sure the building is fixed and repaired. And um, I used to have students that, um, I mean, we were very, as you know, pretty hardcore back in the day, you know, physically hardcore, you know, beating people up and each other up and, you know, that kind of old school mentality. And um, I just recently had a, a student that used to live in that era. He's actually a retired Marine drill sergeant now, and he's a, a semi-pro golfer. And he said to me, this was his line. He says, that dojo back then was Sparta, like from, from the Spartans. He goes, That's, that was my Sparta. He goes, I didn't go through anything in the military that was nearly as brutal as what you put me through, you know. So, And I, I thought that was a cool topic. But he used to actually jog with his two buddies, who are also my top students, 
they jogged two or three miles with snow shovels in the snow. So they, before I got to the school, they'd shovel the entire parking lot so that I could come in because or else I wasn't coming in and the school would be closed. So they'd call me and say, the parking lot is shoveled. We're waiting to get in. And they would just, they would do that. That was their thing. You know, they'd give back because they wanted something in return kind of thing. So, which is kind of cool. Right. Well, how nice is that, right? Yeah. And, you know, now I pay a guy to plow the, plow the driveway and people complain because he puts down too much sand. So like, there's always something, but, but you know what? It's, it's just a different era. People are different. And, and it's also my fault, right? Because I'm not training. I, they were only that way because I taught them to be that way. Right. Right. That's how they, I haven't taught my new people to be that way, quite, quite that way. So I need to teach them. Right. Well, it's kind of like, right, you're, uh, you know, you are who you are, you know, what your parents did. Mm-hmm. And then if you decide not to do the same thing, your 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 daughter isn't going to turn out like you. Um, Absolutely. If you decide to be, if you decide to be, you know, la- la- be a lazy parent, then she's not going to turn out like you. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, so that's interesting. So where our topic today is about, you know, wrapping up, right? And I wrote down a little thing in there. I said, no, Dwayne and I are not wrapping up gifts. We're wrapping up our year. And it's crazy. We have, you know, it's the 11th of December. And we have 13 days before we take a huge break, you take a huge break, scope closing up the year, the new year comes in. Um, so, so uh, you know, what are you doing? What are you working on? What's your focus to kind of close the year out, you know, package it all up, make sure everything, all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed and, what are you doing for, you know, uh, sales and et cetera, et cetera, to, to get the year finalized and so on? What are some of your thoughts? Yeah, well, I've got the old sweatshirts and T-shirts and, and uh, long sleeve shirts that I'm blowing out. Um, okay. Ten bucks a sweatshirt, seven bucks a long sleeve shirt, and five dollars a T-shirt. So, okay, that's cool. So I'm blowing so those out and getting rid of those. Retail, retail sales, like a retail blowout. Yeah, um, and then we've got our, which is already full. I, I sold it out in five days, um, but our um, board-breaking seminar that we do, it's the last seminar we do. It's the last event we do at the end of the year. It's going to be next Friday night. Uh, it's from mm-hmm. 7 to 9. Uh, they they work on three different board-breaking routines, uh, and the way that it's set up is it's a two-hour uh, class, if you will, two-hour seminar. The first hour and 20 minutes basically is – is uh, working on those different um, board breaks. So every every level, meaning beginner, intermediate, advanced, junior black belt, mm-hmm. black belt, they have they have different breaks that they're working on. So I have different instructors working with them. And then what we do is um, then we all get together in the front room um, after that hour and twenty minutes of working on these techniques. Uh, we uh, we get back together and we set all the students along the side, uh, and then we have three different uh, stations, if you will, with uh, three different instructors. And when it's your turn, you go up there with your three boards and uh, you'll do your three breaks. But I, I'll move from, from one ring to the next to the next so they can just set up. And so let's say ring number one, I'll be with you uh, taking a picture when you, I'll say one, two, three, break. I take a picture. I go to the next one while they were warming up, you know, and, and then, you know, the, uh, 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 ring number one is getting ready for their second break. And I go to ring number two and I, Video, or I uh, take a uh, picture of their first break, and then I go to ring three, and then I go to ring back back to ring one, and then I have somebody following me with uh, a camera, 
uh, video camera because we're videotaping it uh, or we're broadcasting it live on, uh, on our Facebook page so that, uh, you know, family or friends or what have you can watch their relative do their breaks as well. And wow. uh, and then I, I take those pictures, I, I put our logo on the pictures, and then I put it in a, in a specific Dropbox that I give all those people access to, and then they can down, and I upload those pictures on our Facebook page too, but I give them access to that Dropbox and they can download their picture. It's up there until January 1st, after January 1st. Come, come January 2nd, that Dropbox is no longer shared. They can't get it and it's gone forever. But they get to download those pictures as well. And then obviously, you know, if they know how to download that Facebook uh, video, they can do that too. That's amazing. So that's a cool thing. So you're, you're wrapping up with retail blowout of inventory that's sitting and then you're doing a special event to kind of close it up and, and, uh, you know, do something that's memorable where they get photos and it's just an all around positive thing. Yeah. And we, uh, we only allow 50, but, but, uh, this year, um, I have actually 56 because, uh, I didn't close it quick enough after the 50. And um, people just – and I had, I had people contacting me still saying, hey, is there still open? I'm sorry, no, there isn't. I probably could have about 70, 75 people doing it. Um, but wow. I just I – I had to close it. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, the most yeah. I've ever had um, was 60, and that was just – it was cramped. So. Okay, cool. Very cool. So now um, – And then, of course, yeah. we're closing out, uh, uh, still signing up people that are on uh, trials. Like last night I met with a lady that has three kids. Uh, her last day of the trial is tomorrow, and so we're going to sit down and, and hopefully sign her up. She sounds positive. We're going to sign all three kids up, and I still have other people that are on trial. Like I sat down with a lady last night. She's got three kids, but she she can't do anything until the 20th, so she's going to come in on the 20th and do her down payment and, and uh, you know, sign the kids up and yada, yada, yada. So we still have that. We still have our you do know, You do know. You do do you use this in Spark? You know you could digitally send them their agreement and have them just sign it right online. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just uh, I like the. I, I literally I like do the, the other day. I literally closed three or four in one day trial memberships that did their free month with me. Signed them up, got them to got them to sign the agreement and put their credit card information in. Totally automated, sitting from my desk right here. And then I did like six renewals of people all the way up until January. People I know that are training and they're into it that I'm, you know, just send them out. So, like, a, a stuff that I used to have a program manager and, and leave yeah. a list and get them to do, I'm, I'm like, literally banging it out. I'm all the way into my January renewals, getting them to sign agreements for January already. So it's, it's so cool. And I'm running both schools. I mean, uh, I really just love being having that personal connection but not having to dredge in and sit for hours at the computer in front of into desk, you know, I could do it from the comfort of my own home. So something to consider. But, yeah, that's awesome, though, dude. So, and then one other thing I'm doing is my holiday party. Every year for the last 28 years we've been doing this holiday party. We do it for free. I just spoke with the church. Uh, this is a, a letter that I got from the church that is a United Methodist Church. Every year we raise money for their food pantry and their soup kitchen. So um, it's free. I do a Christmas party. I have Santa come in. I, you know, we have we don't have it catered. Everyone brings like potluck, their their meals and and stuff like that. And uh, um, we have smorgasbord of food and then desserts and we have games. This year we're playing cornhole and we have a life size Jenga. I'm gonna bring my karaoke machine. So and it's just a fun night and it's free. Um, but they have to cut their admission cost is a can of non perishable food for per family member. 
we we already now, are you doing it at, Are you doing that at your school? Yep, at my school, right in my dojo. Yep, we, everyone takes their okay. shoes off, and and we have tables set up, and um, yeah, it's kind of we have both rooms, you know. So we have one room is where all the food is, and where Santa comes, and the other room is where everyone sits, and our demo team performs, and it's a lot of cool stuff. Nice. I, you know, I years ago I used to do a Christmas party, but uh, we did it. We never did it at the studio. We uh, uh, there was a place that was a, a buffet place called the Redwood Inn. And it had a right. um, a big room, and we we used that for a few years. And then there was another place oh, that's cool. the Center. It was like a uh, it was a, a banquet hall, and we would rent that out. And both of them, I got cheap because the people that owned Redwood Inn, uh, they were we were business partners. They were they were one of the people that were partners in in the business before I bought them out. And then the Coal Center. Uh, her kid went to the studio and I got it for dirt cheap, you know what I mean? Just to right. uh, be able to do that. And, and, and I'm talking, we had meals, like it, it was, and, and you, you pay like, and, but they brought the price down. That was really, really affordable. Right, right, right. And yeah. We did, we did awards. We did like, you know, um, most improved for the year. And, and boy, that, that's just, that's hard coming up with all that stuff. Yeah. Especially when you don't have the. Yeah like the proper metrics to, to, to measure those things. That was always right. difficult. Yeah, I used to do in a, it was a small period of time in my career where like maybe two or three years I did this a combination awards dinner slash holiday party demonstration, but I just went away from the awards and I didn't want it to seem disingenuous like I'm doing an award to get them to buy a ticket. So I went to like, right. hey, I'm just going give, to give back and do a really nice, It's for me it's a really nice day. Like some people will, um, they'll bring a ton of gifts to my, my, my teachers that run the school and I'll get like one or two, you know, like, you know, yeah, I know. why, why do I deserve any? Um, but, uh, at the same time, uh, it's funny because my Christmas tree literally in the living room has, um, has like a bunch of ornaments, right? And they were from the era of 1993 to like 1999. After that, it kind of stopped. It was funny how, the dynamics change. So let's see this year. I've been so much more involved. Let's see if my involvement creates a connection and they, they think of me differently. We'll see. Right. But if not, I could care less, but at the same time, it's just about the dynamic, right? Yeah. And I, I'm right there with you. Uh, it, it, you know, my wife and I, we've talked about this before. My wife asked me, you know, like, does that bother you that you're not getting gifts? Not that yeah. I'm doing it for gifts, but that you're not getting gifts. You're, you're, you're people. You know, your other instructors right. are getting gifts. And I said, no, it doesn't really bother me. I mean, it, 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 it was, it was sad that that era was over, but I was, I was happy that these guys, you know, got the recognition that they deserved too, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, and listen, um, I just had a good friend of mine. Uh, he's a ninjutsu practitioner. He came out from his school from Maryland to visit me on Monday. And, um, you know, just to see the way things flow and how we do things and so on and so forth. And it was interesting at how we talked and he talked about how, you know, his instructors are not doing their job and how he feels stressed and, you know, very similar to how I felt five years ago, you know. And um, I basically just said to him, it's all about how you communicate, right? Like, if I, this is my motto from 2020 and, and further, even though I'm thinking this way now, is if if I ever want to say, I can't believe those people don't get it. They didn't read my whatever, listen to my whatever, watch my whatever. 
um, then I'm not doing a good job at communicating, making it compelling enough for them to want to listen. So I have to develop this relationship where they truly understand that if I am communicating to them, it's for their benefit, that they should watch yeah. because it's good for them. It's not good for me. It's good for them, whether it be, you know, uh, anything, you know, and if I'm failing, I'm failing, right? And that's because it's always going to be my fault. The bottom line is it's always my fault. And I mean that sincerely, not in a negative way that, you know, that this is, it all falls on us, right? Makes sense. It does. So, yeah. When, when yeah, are you so doing your holiday what, party? What, you said you're doing it on the 21st? No, December 14th, this Saturday. Oh, this Saturday. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 So I, um, I, uh, from what time to what time? From 5.30 to 9 o'clock. Okay. So four hours. Wow. Yeah, four-hour party. I mean, it literally is just four hours of hanging out. Yeah, you know what? It's just four hours of hanging out and clean up afterwards. And most people that are are your regulars, they'll stick around and and help clean. And the parents, if they're like the stragglers and they're leaving, um, they will, you know, they'll put chairs away. And, you know, we have everything there. All our tables are there. All all of our chairs are already there. Everything is ready to go. We have the sternos and the containers. It's stuff that I've bought over the years. We just store it away, bring it out, and we're we're ready to rock. We're doing a raffle, so we have a whole entire wall, literally like 15 foot by like 6 foot tall of shelves filled with raffles that we raise money for our demo team to compete for the season. So they have all these – they go out and they get raffles from restaurants and wine and this and that and whatever, and they, they sell the raffles, and they're able to make money to go towards their training. So who goes out and gets those? The demo team? They, the the parents from the team, yeah, or the team. So okay, you're not a non for profit, yet right. your your kids are able to go out and get uh, fundraising things, uh, you know, from yep. businesses. I yep. I just I I am amazed uh, that they do well, that. Well, they'll give you it's simple. It's simple. It's just like, you know, these are a group of kids, like if they were on a dance team and they have expenses that go along with them traveling in the country to be on the okay. team, which these guys do. And they say, listen, if you want, we're just, we don't want money from you, but we just want, maybe you could donate some products because we're going to raffle it off. And it also brings business to whatever business that they've, like a restaurant that's never been used before by this couple and they win. Now they go to the restaurant, they fall in love, and they maybe make a customer for life. Hmm. But, yeah, they're able to raise money. Last year, I think they sold about $700 worth of raffles. This year, we're selling them already, so we're about $150 in on raffles so far. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it should be fun. We'll see how it goes. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, it's always just another way for them, and they buy what we call a season pass, which is uh, in the tournaments, and pays for all their tournaments and their rating system and everything. So, Hopefully they'll raise enough money to kind of cut their costs down so the parents don't get killed. What's the what's the attendance like? Let's say percentage out of your two schools, the percentage of people that actually come to this party, is it 25%, 30%? Mm, let's see. I would say I, I, right now we have about 130 people coming. Um, oh, wow. Out of the well, that's a lot, but it's not 130 students. It's 130 total people. So if it's a kid with two parents and a sibling, sure. you know, so we have families of four and six. And I say, hey, bring your grandparents, bring whoever you want. I don't care, right? I, it's just their own room, and we'll make it as festive as possible, right? So, um, but I so they stand around and eat. 
No, we have tables set up with in tables on the chairs. They go they go in line, we get the food, they go in the room and they sit at the tables and carve out their little niches and yeah, it's pretty cool. I'll take some photos. They're up on my Facebook page too. And then we have a friend of mine who's a, you know, Santa, who's an amazing Santa and he comes in, he has a chair, he takes pictures, all the kids put Santa on his lap and parents put their kids on his lap and we take photos. He has his daughters are the elves. It's just an amazing day. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, it's just a fun way for us to kind of wrap up the year and give back and, and so on. So it's nice. And this year I'm also doing, and, and I know this is not in related to closing out, but I'm also doing a, uh, a, a cool custom design sweatshirt. And, um, I bought like 50 of them and they're hoodies, uh, zip up hoodies. And, um, they cost me about like 10 bucks a piece. Um, and, uh, I'm giving them out to all the favorites, you know, like the parents that really are very involved and students and, and staff and so on as gifts. So that's just another thing I'm doing just to give back. And I just want them wearing our colors and wandering around with our logo on it and something cool that they like and they feel comfortable with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you guys do a staff party at all? I did when I had a staff, but I, I like last my staff, listen, when I was at my peak, I had 29 employees. So that was a massive staff party. I remember one time taking my entire team to Manhattan to a restaurant called Asia de Cuba. It was my favorite restaurant. And then I took them out to see a Broadway play. It ended up costing me nine grand. And that didn't even include, that didn't include bonuses and all that other stuff that I used to do, right? You know, and it was great. We had a great time, but not, it didn't secure loyalty. It wasn't like, oh, my God, he's such a great boss. I'll never quit. I'll always be dedicated. You know, none of that I saw. Um, and then eventually I started to lower my schools. I closed some of the schools, sell some of them off. And um, lo and behold, I was down to like 10 or 12 employees. Now I'm running with like literally like five, five people and three of them are part-time kids. So I have two employees technically. Um, so right. there's no reason really to have a staff party. Um, but I'm going to give them some bonuses and gifts and things like that. But the, it's so right. small because I'm using Spark. I'm doing the job myself with, like, two program managers. And, you know, like, uh, the instructors, I have one full-timer, one quarter quarter part-timer, and then a few assistants. So I don't really have that expense. Did you see what Frank wrote? Yeah, he did. He wrote his staff party. He's him. Uh, you should take yourself out, Frank. You deserve it. You know, by the way, for those people that are listening who are in cooler, colder climates, Frank is from Bermuda, so um, he uh, he gets to teach martial arts in the beautiful island of Bermuda. So it, it gets a little chillier, like down to 50 degrees on a bad day, um, but uh, it's right. just gorgeous. So he's so lucky that he has this school there. And uh, they, they kind of are affiliated with us, you know, they kind of teach our system with some of their system, and but it's like a a little bit of my school uh, curriculum involved with his school as well. So he's been with me. I gave him his black belt a long time ago. He's an amazing guy, um, great instructor. So uh, happy to have him as a part of it. So, so uh, he didn't earn his black belt? He, you just gave it to him? You said yeah, I gave him his I did. Belt. I gave it to him. He, he never <laughs> earned it. He, actually, he was actually a – all he had was a leather belt before he came to me. And I just said, hey, let me gotcha. give you a belt. Uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, he was, uh, he was awarded his black belt, you know, and he's just an amazing student. He's been training in the martial arts for 30 some odd years. So yeah, I get with you. I'm with you. <laughs> so, um, hey, listen, another cool thing I think that we should all do, 
is somehow find a way to really be genuine and communicate how thankful we are. Whether you shoot a two or three minute video and really just show appreciation to the clients, right? To the families, to the parents and let them know, um, you know, and, and by the way, again, selfishly altruistic, um, we're going to do something nice to let people know how appreciative we are. But in the same, same regard, it's going to be something that will also cement in that loyalty and get them to know how lucky they really are as well. Right, to have a, a person like you, Dwayne, a teacher like you, or a school like yours. And um, we should also just understand that these people are, they're not aware, um, yeah. for the lack of better understanding, how lucky they really are. So sometimes we have to toot our own horn, but we also have to say, you know, while we're saying thank you, you know, I'm really honored that you're you're in my traditional martial art family and that, you know, we've been around for 28 years, going on 29 years, teaching people. And I have three generations of martial artists in my school, third generation martial artists from my training in the 90s, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Like, but, but also give that thanks because people, um, that goes a long way. Loyalty to them will become loyalty to you. Yeah, you know, uh, the other thing, uh, too, and I think I briefly mentioned this, we're still pushing the karate for Christmas. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Um, that we always How's that do. going? And uh, not as good this year. But like last year, and I should have done it, but I didn't do it. Um, one, okay, so I will say that it's going better online through Facebook ads than it mm-hmm. has ever done. Right. But the other years that I, I did radio ads, and so I think I will have to go back and do radio ads as well mm. next year. I won't take away the Facebook ads. Um, right. You know, because Gus uh, Lopez, right, Gus has gotten uh, gotten some good leads for the, uh, uh, the Karate for Christmas. But, you know, I still live in that small town feel, right. and hearing me on the radio, I think – actually is important compared to what I thought it was, you know. Um, I I just thought that, you know, we're the type of school that we're, we're the modern, we're the hip school. No, I don't mean hip, but we're, we do all the right things and we're doing all the digital things. In fact, right. we're probably one of the only schools that are actually doing Facebook ads at all in our area mm-hmm. um, or doing them right. right. But there's still, there's still people that, Listen to the radio, and I'll give you a for instance. I I went to help my uh, my uncle needed to move out of his house um, because his wife, my aunt, uh, has Alzheimer's, and she she just can't get up the steps anymore. So he had to buy a a new house that was just one level. So I went to help him move, and he goes, "Hey, he goes, you know, you get do you advertise anymore on the radio?" He goes, "I haven't heard you in a long time," and I know he's seventy some years old. He's not my market. But right. just for him to say that was, you know, pretty impressive that, that uh, you know, he even notices that he doesn't hear me anymore. So I will go back next year, and I'll start doing those ads. I'm, I'm, I'm not even up to 30 people yet for our Karate for Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the most I've ever had and uh, was like 76, I think, for Karate okay. for Christmas. But, but I will say prior to that, you know, Gus had been running two-week free offers 
for our program. We we still have a lot of people that we're still working on with that. Uh, and right. I had him stop those ads because I really wanted to focus in on the karate for Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, so we'll see. Come the new year, you know, after the karate for Christmas is done, we're going to do a new ad set, you know, for like what we had talked about. Um, right. Uh, one month, one month free, that type <laughs> of thing. But yeah. uh, so anyways, long story short, we're still working on those. We st- and, then, and then I put an automation. See, okay, so here's Spark. I put an automation out to all of my people. If they would, you know, I, I sent an email and a text message, hey, would you would you share this with family or friends that you think that would uh, benefit from this? So giving them the opportunity to share the Karate for Christmas with individuals um, and post it on your social media. So right. they got an a email and text message yesterday. They're going to get an email and text message tomorrow. And then on Saturday, they're going to get another text message, like a final one, because that's the 14th, asking them to, you know, personally message uh, their 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 sphere of influence with this karate for Christmas offer, and so we'll see what right. happens. What we end up closing out with, but you know, if, if I get twenty, you know, if I get twenty, I'll be I'll be uh, satisfied. I'm not happy, right? Or I should say, I'll be happy but not satisfied. But that's not mm-hmm. all be- because of you know the lack of of anything. It's just because I took away stuff. I the 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 newspaper that I used to use. Yeah, I used to use newspaper. Um, we still have a daily paper, yeah. but I never used them. It was the weekly paper. But I would right. put three ads in, and I would get people from that weekly one. I refuse to use the daily one because I don't like it. Um, right. And uh, so I, I will go back and use radio next year uh, for that. And okay. you know that, that might cost me about a thousand bucks to run that, but I, it'll be well worth yeah. it. Yeah, as long as you're converting, I think that that's pretty important. And um, I'm trying to work with Spark. I, I, I don't mean to promote them, um, although they're great, right? But at the same time, I'm trying to work with them to kind of have a referral program, um, which they have already, but it's not set up in a way where, like, if uh, you recommended someone to my school, uh, I could then go into your account and say, Dwayne recommended Johnny Smith, and it shows, like, this lineage within there, who they recommended, and if Johnny Smith recommended someone... And it would be this kind of like um, like a lineage calendar. But at the same time, then I can give them their award. I can say, hey, thanks for recommending me, Dwayne. Here's your $50 gift card. Boom. Send it via email and make this automation process. Um, that's what's going to create this re- Spark referral program that will be unstoppable. Um, I'm trying to get them to do something similar-ish, but uh, so far, no good, no no go yet. But I think eventually maybe they'll work on that. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, I think that that's our big deal, too. So, like, closing out the year, now's the time of the year where, I, just so you know, I'm selling tons of retail, right? You know, I have my table set up. I have all my blowout gear that is extra gear that I got that I bought that didn't fit that I didn't send back. I have books and DVDs and gear bags, and we're selling gear packages and all the different packages that we have available, um, we're selling clothing and T-shirts and all this other stuff, and, you know, um, we're selling trial memberships for parents that have not ever trained with us that maybe want to try it um, for a discounted rate. I'm selling summer camp, uh, weeks of summer camp already. I've sold about eight of those, um, so that's kind of cool, eight weeks of camp at 110 bucks. So that's almost $1,000 in summer camp sales, so a lot of really cool things that we're doing just to kind of keep the ball rolling and flowing. Yeah, so 
So what else do you think, what do you think, any other things that you have that you think is a really important thing for people to do if they're an owner? Well, you know, of course I use my card system and I, I send out a handwritten card to uh, all of our clients. Um, you know, uh, I still send, you know, whether you know, December, whether your birthday is in December or January, whatever, I mean, I'm sending you a, a birthday card with, uh, you know, little birthday brownies. Type their right. Oh, that's cakes. yeah. That's something yeah. that you do that amazingly well. That's awesome. Um, I'm still doing like I got a lady last night. We had graduation last month, and I don't get asked many times, but sometimes I do to take a picture with the kid. You know, it's not like it used to be, right? And so, yeah. um, you know, one of the ladies she said, "Hey, can you take a picture with Cecily?" I said, "Sure." So we stood there, took a picture. Of course, she got some other pictures. Well, I went to her Facebook page and I took all the, I took those pictures down and I made a card and I sent a card to oh, her cool. and said, you know, of course, of course, her and I are on the top of the card, right? The front. right. And then I put the other four pictures that were on her timeline on the inside with a little handwritten note and then our logo on the back of the card. And she came in last night and she said, "Oh my gosh, Cecily loves that card. Thank you." I, she's, you know, I don't know if she'll say thank you to you. She's still kind of shy, but but I want you to know that she really enjoyed that. So I'm still doing those little things. Um, you know, through our card system and that type of stuff. You know what? I'm I'm typing into Facebook right now because I'm looking at the Facebook image and I don't see us on there. Oh, I'm watching. So there's it no on my phone. Oh, it's on. It's up. Oh yeah. Okay, because yeah, I'm seeing just a black screen and I've refreshed it and looked in two different browsers and all I see is a black screen. So that's kind of interesting. Nah, it's, it's, on there, it's, so. you, you, yeah, but you're technically disadvantaged. So. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, my camera's working. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so, so let's not pick it up because it, any second it's going to go dead if I say anything. But so yeah. So and I just saw your thing comment that, by the way. It just came up on my timeline there, so I see it all. Oh, anyone watching that's having some difficulty? Dwayne says no. I'm going to write Dwayne. Dwayne says no. Okay, um, I just put that I up. That in. So. I, I did. So check this out. Another thing that I think that I would do and recommend to any school owners, when they if they have a week off or they have a break off, or even if they don't, um, redo your displays in your retail area, your your area in your store, your 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 messaging maybe, whatever the case may be, do something new. It's always good to show people you're moving forward. Um, I go to so many schools, and, and um, so, so many schools that I visit, they once were absolutely gorgeous schools. They're still, I, I shouldn't say once were, but they're still gorgeous schools, but you could tell they were, they redid their school 10 years ago, and they've just been living off the, the renovation since then, so they haven't updated the scuffs and the wall and the paint and the cracked spackle because stuff settles, and they're, you know, whatever the case may be. So, you know, if you get a chance, Give it a free coat of paint or change your displays to different areas. Maybe put some different messaging up. You know, change the pictures or the positive motivational posters and postcards. Um, you know, refresh, right, just so that people will always constantly say, wow, this guy just never stops. Like this guy who visited me the other day, he's like, you have the most gorgeous school I've ever seen. I'm like, thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm about to this, this year during my break. I'm going to take a day or two for a few hours here and there. Maybe if Nicole and Kiara want to help me. I'm going to, uh, and wink, wink, she's probably listening, so we'll see if this is the first time she's hearing of it. 
um, you know, maybe go and change my displays around, you know, and do something so that when people come in, they're like, oh, my goodness, you changed everything, you know, that kind of thing. You know, and um, yeah. so that's one thing that I suggest people do as well. And the other thing is to take inventory, not inventory just of your retail, but of your uniforms and, and whatever else, your papers, your flyers, your postcards, your contracts. Do an overall inventory of what you need to order, what you need to buy, what you don't have any more of, and, and so on. And then take a financial inventory of your life. Figure out how much you spent this year, what your bills cost you, how much it costs you to live in your home, how much it costs you to run your business, and do an overall assessment of what your expenses are and what you're bringing in each and every month so that you can really know where your numbers are next year. That's a very important thing. These do, uh, uh, Nicole said. Oh, no, I... Kiara is great at that. She is, though. Kiara is a visual <laughs> merchandiser. Um, but uh, I'm going to write, let's make it a family affair. Let's make it a family affair. I don't know why I'm typing it, because she could hear me, right? She's listening. Um, but uh, just so it's on paper. But, uh, yeah, my daughter is phenomenal at that. Like, she's going to school for visual merchandising and, and fashion merchandising, so she likes setting things up. But, but yeah, so so that's important for us to really look at this stuff and say, you know, how do we, you know, how do we display ourselves? Like, what is our, how long has that, that flyer or message for your black belt club or your leadership team gone unchanged, sitting on the same spot on the wall? Because, you know, if things don't move and don't change, they become fixtures in people's minds and they just no longer see it. Yeah. Right? I, I've had people that come into my school and go, hey, goodness gracious, it's good to see a new school open up in the area. When did you open? I go, 1991. They're like, are you kidding yeah. me? I'm like, no, I've been here for 28 years. She goes, I, how long have you been in the area? I've been here my whole life. I drive by this place every day, never noticed it. So it's like sometimes just throwing up a new flag in front of the building or new step signs if your town allows it or changing. I constantly change my, my vinyl banners on my signs. So one day it's red, a few months later it's blue, you know, another one it's green. You know, just so people are, like, constantly looking, creating that just a head turn to create awareness, right? So that's what I think some people should do. This is where we take inventory of knowing, like, where are we? We have, you know, a few weeks off or a week off. It'll take a few days, a little bit of time here and there to, you know, just to kind of say, hey, what am I going to do next year? How am I going to do this? What's my marketing? Et cetera. Yeah, and that kind of sets up maybe uh, next week's call where we're going to focus on a little bit, maybe 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 a, if you want to, a little bit more detailed of, of the new year, things yeah. that you need to be focusing in on in order to, uh, you know, grow your school and meet your goals next year. Um, right. Because that, that, that does need to happen before the end of the year uh, this year, but you still hopefully have uh, time to kind of do some of the things that we've talked about with regards to retail sales. Uh, yeah you know, any other upgrades or uh, uh, expiring memberships that you can, uh, uh, or even, you know, summer camps that you can get sold before the right. end of the year at a discounted price, those type of things to kind of push. Uh, it's not, it really isn't too late. If you want to do a holiday party, you probably would have to do it the, the, the weekend of the 21st. You can't get it done this week, um, but uh, you could get one maybe the weekend of the 21st. Um, I'm not going to do it, but I will consider it next year. <laughs> yeah, and like you said, too, like, you know, new year, new you, right? So don't forget, this is closing up 2019, but going into 2020, what are you going to do to kind of promote your school, um, 
you know, motivate maybe your parents into joining, the parents of the kids into signing up and trying it out, or getting the parents who have siblings to join? Like, what are you doing? You know, what's your next year looking like? When are you going to do parents' night outs? You know, pick a month and start promoting. I have people constantly say to me, I think I'm going to run a seminar in January on Nerf Wars. I said, that's too close. You're going to be closed for a week, and then January's hitting. Right. And then so we have it like nine or 10 days and then that's hitting. So like what we're doing is you need to make sure that you give yourself at least a month and a half to two months lag time for for advertising to get the ball rolling. So start thinking, what are you going to do in February? What are you going to do in April? Right. What are you going to do in June or July? And start putting together your just a rough idea of what events you have and start laying out the flyer and the promotion for it. Um, I used to give out something called an event journal. I remember, you know, a, uh, and people would write down um, what their event's going to be, how much they're going to charge, what's their target market, how are they going to market, you know, what's their advertising look like, et cetera, et cetera, so that we could set these things up four or five times ahead of time, four or five months in ahead. Yeah, and, you know, I was going to say, I think uh, February 14th is on a Friday, so you should do a parents' night out on that night. <laughs> do you think, though, I, I mean, Valentine's Day, right? So um, so does that – do you think people, like, would do – I don't know – I just don't know if parents celebrate that, you know, that way. I don't know. I mean, I, I've never done anything specifically on a drop your kids off and go out and have dinner. I think it makes a lot of sense if parents – you know, want to go out and spend some time together, right? But um, but that would be an ideal time, wouldn't it, to, to do it? However, we can't spend time with who we want to be with, but we could do that another day. Yeah, my wife would have no problem with me making a little money on that night and then going out with her the next night. <laughs> right. And yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with it either. Right, exactly. So, yeah, so this is where that foreshadowing, right, you know, <clears throat> looking into the future, what can we do? What sales should we push? What retail? But anyway, let's talk about that next week rather than jumping into it too much, uh, how we're going to set up the next year for ultimate success, right? And, um, you know, it's kind of funny. I want to tell you a story. He's, he's not on um, here right now, uh, but so he'll probably listen to it later. But I was watching a video of one of our, one of my clients and good friends um, showing his students how to fold their D properly, you know, and he did a video of it. However, it's, it's supposed to not have audio on his YouTube video, but it does. And the background is you and I talking. Uh, as he's listening to us, he's shooting this video. And I'm like, you do know this sound. And then and we're talking about business as you're holding your knee. And I'm talking, you're talking. At first, I thought I was hearing things. And I thought our voice opened up on another screen of mine. I'm trying to shut it down as I'm watching the video. And then I'm realizing it's actually us talking on his video. So he's got to take our audio off. <laughs> but, yeah, that just goes to show that people are listening to us, which is kind of cool. Yeah, so any, any last things to close it up? you want to give them any last pointers, or we kind of covered everything? I, You know, I, I, I think we covered everything. Um, you know, the, the only other thing I would say is, you know, to, to wrap up the year, make sure that you do take quality time for yourself and your family. Um, those yes. are going to be the things that are going to re recharge you in order to, you know, move you forward to the next year. So that that would be about the last thing I would say. That was a big one, too, though, and I didn't even mention that, and that's a great one for you. So that's important, right, because we don't do that enough. I think as owners, we're constantly in that hamster wheel. We're in the thick of things. 
So that was a big point, and I think that self-care, that self-help. Um, Nicole's friend just had a day of gathering of her friends, which she called it a self-care day, and she hired a massage therapist. We all got half-hour massages. And she had lunch, a whole spread, and we all just hung out. They were drinking wine, hanging out, having fun, and I'm sitting and talking to people I never met, and then I go in and get my massage, and that self-care, you know, that caring about taking care of who you are, because you know what, listen, time is short. You just never know. And if you show appreciation for the ones you love and your friends and people you care about and take some time to enjoy your hard work, like enjoy a day off and just relax and have fun. So, yeah, good point. All right, cool, dude. Well, awesome call, and we'll talk next week about how we're going to kill next year. Sounds good. All right, man. You have a great day, everyone. I'll talk to you soon. And I guess check us out on iTunes if you want to listen to all our other podcasts. What are we up to, by the way? Like, uh, well, this one here is 227 uh, podcasts. Holy cow. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, man. We've been working hard. All right. Awesome, dude. You have a great day. We'll talk next week. Take care, everybody. Nice. Take care, Dwayne. See you soon. Bye.